0: today on crowned and his glory podcast I'm so very thankful you have joined me today in this lovely conversation that we are about to partake of you know i'm just so thankful that you have chosen to hit the play button i know that many of us have lots and lots that we could do and much we could listen to and so i am so very honored that you have chosen to um take a listen to this podcast. And if you are someone who is new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Those of you that have tuned in before, thank you for rejoining today in this conversation that we are going to have. So very thankful um, today for the opportunity to just share with you um, just some personal um, revelation, personal experience, personal, um, just what how good God is, just my own testimony of just the goodness of God. And I must say that in the last few um, podcast episodes, we have been discussion about listening to the Holy Spirit as He would like us to um, experience. Um, our value our identity and our purpose and so um, I know that there's much for us to discuss today so thank you for um, just jumping right in with me so we're going to just begin with a couple of things about identity and as we talked um, in our previous discussions you know um, there is such a foundation that the Lord wants us to have in, um, in our lives and the very foundation that our identity is found in Christ Jesus and that he came to this earth, walked in this earth, um, just died a crucified death so that we could walk free And we could walk with our um, identity taken back to the very core of um, our father's intent when he created us and he formed and fashioned us. Because our father, our creator God, he formed and fashioned us. And even scripture says, before we were in our mother's womb, there was a forming and a fashioning. And then boom, all of a sudden, hello, thank you, Jesus, Um, we've been redeemed and bought back from sin, that separated us from that original intent. So I just want you to know that um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us today. I believe that um, if there's anything that I have done today, I pray that it puts you into a conversation with your Heavenly Father and that you, you are able to be enlightened with the Word of God, um, the understanding of just who Jesus is, and that the Holy Spirit would empower you to live in a new and a living way from even today forward, I mean, maybe you, you've known the Lord for a long time. Well, I believe that even from today forward, you can see new depths, new heights of just his love and how much our identity is in Christ Jesus. Right. Amen. So I want to go to, um, one scripture that I think is really kind of vital, um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually um, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So Second Corinthians five seventeen. We're gonna go to that here in a minute, but I want to read a couple of just scriptures um, that are, talk about identity. Number one, Genesis 1, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 1, 5. We just talked about this before I formed you in the womb. I knew you. And before you were born, I um, consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Woo. There is purpose and plan. He's appointed us. Okay, here's another one. 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jeremiah 29, 11. Ooh, I like this one, ladies, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Thank you, Jesus, future and a hope. You know, I just hear right now, um, I'm speaking to someone today, <laughs> right now, I speak hope back into you. In the name of Jesus, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Scripture says, so we want to make sure that we are living in future and hope, hope. Our future is bright and he is giving us hope. It's being restored. Let me just read this again, because I know the spirit of the Lord is just having us pause here for a minute. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope thank you Jesus let's see 1 Corinthians 130 and because of him you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God Righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians 1227. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Let's jump on down. Um, Colossians 127. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of his uh, mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Yes. And amen. Hallelujah. Um, Let's see. Ephesians 1 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ. Christ Jesus. Um, let's see. Let me go on here. Um, Ephesians 2, 6 and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're going to get more into that particular one in just a little bit. Galatians 3, 26, For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. Amen. And that sons, um, is a neutral. So that means us ladies, sons and daughters of God through faith. Well, let me just go back to, um, one of the very first ones that we looked at and, um, we're going to just kind of jump right into this. And then I want to talk, um, um, I'm, I'm, we're going to this podcast and the next podcast, we're really going to talk about being seated, um, with Christ and what, when, when we take our position in Christ, there is much that flows from us through us, um, agape love being one great and mighty thing. And then the other thing is the authority of us as believers You know, we we are positioned when we are positioned in Christ, we are positioned in that place. And when we are positioned in him, we are positioned in Shalom, which is total peace, which means that agape love flows from that position. Um, Our authority, it flows from that position. And there is mighty, mighty work that God does um, in us and through us. Amen. Okay. So we're going to read 2 Corinthians 5, and we're going to start in verse 17, and I'm going to read it from the King James Version, then we'll read the Amplified, and then we'll go into the Passion Translation. So 2, five seventeen. therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new man creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit That God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you, by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in, in him. Um. Let's see, how do I want to do this? Let me go back here. And I'm going to look in the Amplified. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. But all things are from God, who through Christ Jesus reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. It was God personally present in Christ reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. Hallelujah. So we are Christ's ambassadors, God making his appeal as it were through us. We as Christ's personal representatives beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God for our sake. He made Christ virtually to be sin who knew no sin so that in and through him we might become endued with viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God. What we ought to be approved and and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. Wow. 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 Let's just take just a minute and thank the Lord for his word. Thank you, Lord, for a revelation of every bit of this passage that we have just looked at. Father, I thank you that we are your created workmanship and Christ came to restore and reconcile us back to you, Father. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for illuminating, illuminating this to our hearts and to our spirits today. May we know the power of reconciliation. May we experience the power of reconciliation today. May there be such an empowerment by the Spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. You know, sometimes when I read this just about being reconciled and reconciliation, it literally does what it just did. It so um, lights just and, and ignites the goodness of God. It ignites just the... The open heaven of reconciliation. I mean, if you have ever been estranged from someone and then there was, um, you know, there was a long period of of not having um, a connection and then boom, all of a sudden there was a reconciliation. Oh, my goodness. What does it do, man? It just brings light. And, and you're so excited and you're thankful and you you, you just, I mean, you're excited to have just a, a relationship for that to be reconciled. And that is what Jesus did for us. He reconciled us back to our father, our heavenly father. There was such a reconciliation by his power, by his choice, by what he chose, because, you know, he, he could have chosen to do something else and, you know, probably had every right, but he didn't choose that. He chose to see you reconciled. He chose to see me reconciled. And I'm so very thankful. Aren't you? Hallelujah. So, I want us to, um, but because I don't have a lot of time to get back into, um, and I may, we'll just pick this, this part back up, um, in our next session, I want to look at a couple more of these with you because I think that, um, our identity in Christ, I, I, I said this in our last, um, um, conversation was this, that, it's a process. It's a, um, it's a movement into fullness when we realize that the Lord, um, he, he's so faithful and he wants us reconciled. He wants us brought back. Um, and he, he wants us living victorious. And so when it comes to, Um, our identity, I have to say this, you can look all around. I mean, and it, unfortunately, ladies, it starts at a very, very young age. It, it starts with, um, you know, unfortunately, even close um, now in, in our nation, um, the United States. It, you can you can start forming and fashion uh forming and fashioning a little girl's identity based upon you know the type of clothes that you put on her um and and I I, I want to say this in a way that um I know some of you you know let's have a conversation about it if If there's something that that you see that I don't see, because I'll be happy to look at what you do see. But I know that women have been so exploited and they have been taken out of the godly honor that they should have had and should have been able to function in. And it has happened through the lust. Of this world the lust of men um, the lust of now um, even more perversion of women with women it, it it's just one of those things that unfortunately our society has said who we are and what our identity is and And I don't know about you, but I have come to a realization that my identity can only be found in my creator, my my creator, God, who created me, formed me and fashioned me before I was even in my mother's womb. And I know I've I've said this in our conversations um, much over the last little bit, but I really want us to understand and to really get it into our, our our hearts and our spirits that, hey, I was formed and fashioned before I was even in my mother's womb, which means he had a plan and a purpose for me. And he knew that I was gonna be a beautiful created woman that he created. He formed and fashioned me, knowing that that my personality was gonna live within the functionality of a woman, a godly woman that he created. We are the daughters of the most high. We are godly women formed and fashioned, pursuing, pursuing our creator. Amen. (laughs) And I know that probably just ruffled maybe even how I said that. I know some people, you know, now, unfortunately, you can't even speak Um, a perception of truth without it being twisted and turned and a perception of truth is that the Bible is the word of God, the final authority. Yes, I said it final authority. And so when we line everything up, to that ancient landmark, to that 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 place that He formed and fashioned us from. When we look at the Word of God, and, and it is our basic instruction before leaving Earth. Book, we look and we see this is how we can live. Scripture says that everything that we have need of for life and godliness we can find in Him, which means word and spirit in his word and in through the power empowerment of his spirit, the word of God, the Bible and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. Everything that we have need of for life and for godliness, we find in him. And that is the word of God, the truth, the revelation, the power of the Holy Spirit in demonstration. And, and we just know that we have everything we need. And so I want you to know, ladies today, that if you simply seek, you will find because he is looking, he's looking. He's, he's, he's looking for those that when he, when he stretches out his hand, they simply take his hand and say, okay, I choose to follow you. I choose to have communion with you. I choose to walk in relationship with you. Yes, you may lead me. Yeah. Let him lead. And as you yield and let him lead, there is nothing that is impossible with him, and there are things that your life may be falling apart, but he'll put your life right back together. He'll take all the pieces and he'll restore them, and they will they will actually be better because you know I I remember this story and it was about a, a vase that um was broken and. And if you've ever um, been around China or fine um, pottery, you know this to be true. Well, if a a vase is, is, is completely broken, then you can actually take those pieces. And if you would take those pieces and you would put them back together with gold or with a um, silver, or you know, a fine material, you know, you can you can see that those um, cracks can be put back together with beautiful metals, and something new can be made out of that. And so, I just want you to know that maybe you felt like you are. Um, just a broken vase today, you know, and, and you're, you're like, how do I, how do I just, um, how do I get to a different place Well you let the refiner's fire, his pure gold, take every piece of you and put you through the refining fire and completely take all of those nooks and those crannies and those broken places and flood them with his precious, precious Holy Spirit, the the beautiful presence of him, and you allow him to reform and make you and fix every bit of those broken spots and crown you in the process with his loving kindness and his tender mercy and allow you to be completely healed and whole through his presence and his working. You know, I just want you to know today that God is with you. God is for you. And God today is in a good mood towards you. He's not looking at what you have done. He's not looking at your failures. He's not looking at your faults. He is actually looking at the gifting and the calling and the precious masterpiece that he planned and purpose for you from the beginning. So know you're blessed, know you're loved, and know that you are crowned in his very glory today the very glory of God you wear.